Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. I'm excited. I was just going to say that. I'm excited. People are the, excited. Uh, it's the first uh, podcast from Rebel and Muse in our new... 2.0. I don't know. This, this one's elevated. I'm really happy about this. Me too. It's literally elevated. Yeah. We're, we're up higher. It's um, <laughs> And not only that, but I, I, I completely forgot how long it takes to wire my studio up because I haven't done it for you know, close to two years. You look like a mad scientist in here with wires everywhere. This huge, massive, what is this thing called? A recording desk? Yeah. Well, it's the Omnirox recording desk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Sorry. Right. It's, it's literally big. It's a huge thing. Yeah. It, um, it's pretty impressive. Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> looking at all the wiring, when I had everything just sprinkled all over the house so I could tell what was what and where goes where. It was, it was big. It was definitely, um, the epitome of overwhelming. Oh yeah. You were, you had your hands in your hair looking, you had your, your glasses on. You mm-hmm. look like this mad scientist. I walked in and there's wires everywhere. However, he, he said, don't worry. There's a method to this. In this chaos, there's actually a lot of organization. Yep. And I just kind of Swedish slided out of there. Nice. <laughs> I just walked out and let you do your thing. Good use of the word actually. <laughs> Uh, but now here we are. We're um, we're rolling again, and it yeah. feels good. Uh, I was yeah. I'm. I gotta tell you, like last week was really difficult, and anyone who moves understands what what is entailing with with moving, and um, it's a lot. I was really shocked because I always claim myself as a minimalist on how much shit I really actually have, and most of it is this studio. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things where this is my this is my creative zone. It's my livelihood. It's it's so much of my life. And uh, it really blew me away on how much I really, really have. It me too, it, with books. Yeah. Oh, I know. I had to move those it's books. It's so hard to get rid of books. <sighs> Every one, you're looking at it going, but, but I love this one. Uh-huh. And it smells like an old book. And yeah. it, there's so much information and knowledge in here. <sighs> so yeah, most of what I have is books. It's, um, yeah, but I mean, again, that's your livelihood. You're... You're a, you're a philosopher, so <laughs> you're going to need that. Did you guys all get that? Yeah. Apparently now my job title is philosopher. <laughs> I, it always has been, actually. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I mean, yoga is a philosophy. Yes. And you And you are deeply embedded in it, you know? Yes. As instructor, workshop, retreat leader, all of the accolades that go along with philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hi, I'm Socrates. I'm a retreat leader. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hippocrates. I'm, oh a, I'm a retreat leader as well. Oh, uh, <laughs> we are back. We are back. So today we're going to talk about um, the power of negative thinking. And I know that sounds like, you know, it should be the power of positive thinking. But we're going to talk about what happens when you do think negatively. What happens to your body? What happens to your brain? And then we'll talk about the opposite how we can, um, this is a struggle that I deal with daily. So it's not anything that I'm going to philosophize about because it is a a daily practice for me. Mm -hmm. 
especially when going through, um, you know, a lot of change, the stresses of moving, of having everything in boxes and not having internet to be able to do your work. And where am I going to work from? And, oh shoot, I packed my glasses somewhere safe and I don't know where they are, but I don't know where my contacts are. So I can't find my glasses. Uh, a little bit personal there, but real life <laughs> things that are actually happening. And so, you know, compounded with work and anything else that may be going on in your life. And it feels like sometimes it's really hard to get out of that pattern of negative thinking and that stress loop of what it does on a physiological level. But luckily, there are some tried and true practices that we implement into our day-to-day life that um, we can share. And maybe, maybe it'll help someone else out there too. And we would love to know um, at the end of this podcast email us, comment on our Instagram, what works for you? What is a good practice for you to get out of the cycle of negative thinking and into positive thinking? All right. It's a daily practice. It's, you know what? It's, it's more than a daily practice. It's a, um, it's a moment to moment practice. Exactly. And then when you kind of catch yourself in the moment, then you realize that you see the pattern throughout the day. So if you're, if what, what I need to do, um, constantly, because it is a practice, I need to see what the moment thought is because the momentum that whether it's positive or negative, um, the momentum carries very quickly and, you know, like attracts like in that kind of sense. So in, instead of me doing a day practice, I need a moment to moment practice before that snowball gets out of control. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, I'm really not where, you know, we should be, or I should be. And that should be, I mean, happy. I think everyone, everyone has, um, that's like their birthright is to be happy mm-hmm. and to, and to enjoy the experience. And it's not really easy to remember that in um, a constant state, but, um, for moment by moment, and you can actually be aware which is really where the power is of yeah. the now, then then that's really cool. And um, yeah, so there are some cool little exercises, you, you could say. Well, I think the wisdom is in the awareness because if you are consistently going to the negative, which is, I mean, that primarily, that's what we're wired to do is focus on, or not focus on, but um, be more aware of the negative thoughts to look for potential danger. The positive thoughts are great, but primarily we're focusing on the negative thoughts because we need to have that fight or flight response in case there is a life-threatening danger. But with our modern day, we tend to focus on these uh, these negative thoughts, but they're usually not um, life thre- life threatening potential dangers usually they're just stresses like um but they feel life threatening because that's where our understanding of it is nowadays right well that's where the awareness comes in <laughs> the awareness is oh this thought is not putting me in a really happy state let's mm-hmm. let's let's analyze this for a moment and say okay you know what there is really no potential danger i'm more am i worrying about something that possibly couldn't happen am i stressed about something that that has already happened that i can let go of mm-hmm. okay great then i can let this negative thought go and that's where that wisdom is is the awareness and you're right it is a moment by moment process it is for me anyway it has, it, it has to be because if you're not paying attention to the now it can slip away 
really quickly and then all of a sudden you can be you know in in a place that um you didn't even know how you got there mm-hmm. you're just there all of a sudden you're like whoa whoa and they, then now what you have to do is you have to to um reverse engineer what happened for you to get to a place that um just doesn't feel good you know have you ever been having a really great day and then something happens let's say um i don't know what could it be a uh, flat tire Okay, a flat tire or something a little bit more, something faster, like someone cuts you off and it kind of freaks you out or um, you have, <laughs> maybe you cut someone off and the person behind you is, is experiencing road range. Right, Ro- Ro- road, road range. range? <laughs> road ranger. Yeah, road ranger. <laughs> yeah, road, whatever road it is. Road rage. <laughs> yes, yes, road rage. Um, and, and that happened for maybe 30 seconds or a few minutes and that's the thing you focus on all day long. You could have had a whole day worth of happiness and great experiences, but what do you go home and talk about? This guy cut me off, whatever it is, you're focused on that. And, and I say you as the collective you, this is, I experienced this myself as well. This is just right. humanity. And so, but this goes back into, like you said, this goes back into the evolution of um of where we're from <laughs> we're still getting our sea legs back people it's yeah. been a couple of weeks Jeez. uh there's no soundproofing up either it's driving me crazy a little bit uh, so um no it, it goes back to our our primal state and it's really it's cool to know that you you do have the power to choose um at any given point what you want to focus on and so yeah if you're gonna really let that emotion take over then the momentum of that will will surely you know at the end of the day just be like oh how did i get to this point where i don't feel good where feeling good is the best feeling in the world to me (laughs) it it, it really is i know that's like super deep but well (laughs) (laughs) do you want to know why in my opinion in your opinion or in your studies of your philosophy both okay in my opinion it's because we are inherently happy beings happy peaceful joyful all of this amazing stuff like and that's the default setting that we that can, well, is like, our higher baby. self our true self our true nature and when we experience that happiness which is already within us we get that glimpse again of that remembrance of our higher self we're not technically in our our ego brain or our um you know, living in this flesh suit humanity, we are experiencing that oneness with our higher self. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. No, that's I, uh, from what I've read. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm in. I'm in the vein with you on that for yeah. sure. And I want to share with you an article that I read um, about how negative thinking affects your brain. And they talk about the amygdala, which is a, a part of the brain, uh, memory, and negative thinking. And so I'll read to you just a little bit here from this article. If you have a tendency to overreact to stress, it could be due to changes in your brain brought on by negative thinking. Negative experiences are stored in the brain by the amygdala. The amygdala is also responsible for the brain's fight or flight response. The prefrontal cortex regulates our response to stressors. Someone who is faced with a stressful situation, like being in a traffic jam, normally assesses the level of threat to their safety and concludes that the threat is less than the annoyance factor and talks themselves through relaxing until it's over. In contrast, someone who has been previously exposed to stress that was life-threatening and is suffering from PTSD might see the traffic jam as a threat to their safety and respond as if they are under attack. 
They lack the ability to distinguish between true threat and the perceived stress and overreact. So what this tells me is that even if you um, possibly have not suffered from PTSD that you know of, if you have this pattern of negative thinking, this is where you're storing that. And so your um, ability to distinguish, not necessarily in your your coherent mind, but in your subconscious, um, and an ability to distinguish between the true threat and perceived stress, is um, it's greater, it's heightened. So you have a physiological response. Right. It's kind of like, it's, it's, it's just an accumulation. Again, this is going back to the accumulated state of, mm-hmm. of what, you know, what, where you're spending most of your time. Yeah. And going back to what we talked about in the beginning, having that awareness of moment by moment. So it doesn't get collective until the end of the day. And you're just overwhelmed with all of these negative thoughts. And that puts you in, you know, a deeper state of, um, possibly depression or even just, um, feeling bad on a physiological level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're able to moment by moment say, Hmm, okay, I'm going to let that go, or I'm not going to worry about that. Then you reduce that accumulation, that buildup of these negative thoughts that can put you deeper into a physiological response. And of course, that's so much easier said than done. Oh gosh. But it's one of those, it's one of those practices that, um, I mean, to be aware and to make how you feel the most important thing in your life, that is, that's, that is success to know that you have the power to feel, um, the way you want to, Mm -hmm. that awareness is complete success and it's true. And it's there knowing that no one has, no matter who your mother-in-law, your boss, no matter who, um, is, is, I would say not the easiest person for you to gel with a coworker, whatever you still have all the power to feel the way you want to feel. And, um, you know, when you, when you notice these people or these situations happening, whether someone cuts you off flat tire or you have to uh, deal with your boss, these are opportunities for you to exercise this moment to moment awareness and to, to reverse it actually, to, to not see it as this negative situation, but to know that on the other side of things, um, you will be so much stronger and so much more, uh, I would say, prepared to deal with not only situations like this, um, but even, you know, harder situations down the line. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's kind of like working out. It's, it's, it's a few, Absolutely. yeah, it's like working out. So you, you want to just get stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. And then you're more durable to handle, you know, life and especially what life can bring. Yeah. Um, in this article, it also talks about replacing negative thinking with positive thinking. It's like training your brain just like you would train a dog. Mm-hmm. So you give a dog a reward for good behavior and your brain is similar in that positive thoughts create pleasure in the brain. Who's the good dog? Who's the good dog? Yeah. <laughs> you're the good dog, <laughs> which is a, a reward, right? So once you feel pleasure, you want more of it. Mm-hmm. So you give your brain positive thoughts and keep it on this st- steady diet of, of self-rewarding pleasure instead of the opposite. And one of the practices that I use actually that um, hopefully uh, some some people will, will be able to um, use is um, the purging on page journals Mm, absolutely i mean even sometimes just having a situation or um a thought in your head and it's just driving you crazy just take like five minutes find a quiet place 
spill everything that you want onto page and watch watch how easy it becomes to move away from that thing that's occupying you and keeping you kind of stuck in a negative situation the purge on page is is you know it's, it's brilliant and um for, like you know especially being a songwriter to be able to move through experiences that were difficult in in my timeline um just being able to write and sing these things through has really you know has really helped me out a lot so i'm not storing that energy i'm releasing it and replacing it mm-hmm. and then being grateful for that situation that at one point in my life i i you know i, I wondered why i was cursed yeah so gratitude that's a huge part of this process but i'm going to put that on the back burner for just a moment because that's what we're going to talk more about techniques that we can use Great. but i did want to go back really quick to um, more of the physiological response that happens cool so we can understand how normal and natural it is but also how we can um you know physically change this process right and i just love the fact too that we're getting all heady on it like science wise like i'm i'm I, I always, oh, i'm excited too yeah, I'm, I'm geeking i'm geeking really hard about this because yeah. it, it really is nice to know that there is a science there mm-hmm. is there is a method mm-hmm. and when we have a method instead of just you know like yeah just be positive you can right you can actually like use so it's this easier for you to say dumbass right right right, right. but then yeah but then you you know um we are all different we are all wired different that's fantastic but the cool thing is, is there's a very similar way that um, the wiring happens within us. So mm-hmm. to understand that is it's super powerful. So go on. I can't, I can't wait for this one. <laughs> Thanks, my cheerleader. So let's just say, so the amygdala is responsible for the fight or flight response. We perceive something that's dangerous. Um, this activates. And then the thalamus is responsible for sending sensory and motor signals to the rest of the body. And where is that thalamus? It's in the brain. Okay. However, it doesn't understand that, you know, everything in our body, they work so well together, but they have their specific jobs, Mm -hmm. right? So now the thalamus doesn't understand that negative thoughts aren't the same as real danger. So when you think negative thoughts, the thalamus assumes that it needs to prepare the body to, mm. to flee, right? Or to fight. Right. So it's pumping it with all the hormones that... It's uh, like, okay, people, uh-huh. it's it's let's go time. Exactly. You know, the amygdala just told me I got the news. <laughs> Something's going on. Right. So the thalamus is preparing everything, sensory motor signals to the rest of the body. And as a result, our bodies experience real stress symptoms like a rapid heartbeat, elevated blood pressure, um, just a state of heightened arousal, like something's happening. Even if it was a door slamming and your heart, you know, you you get startled Mm -hmm. or like I said, somebody cuts you off or you're stressed about a move or about your job, whatever it is that you're thinking that's negative, the amygdala has done his job, her job. The thalamus now is trying to do the thalamus's job, but yet... (laughs) there's really no potential danger, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, sure, there's a perceived danger that maybe uh, I could be losing my job or I could be whatever it is that that you're thinking about that's negative. Mm -hmm. Now you're in a physiological state of stress. And this is where that stress loop comes in that we talked about on a previous podcast is that once you have these these, um, symptoms of stress or fight or flight, then 
your body tells your brain, okay, it's on. This is actually happening. And so you're in this consistent stress loop. Right. Yeah. Wow. I know. But so, but the cool thing is is like um all of those all of those things can be worked with. Yes. Well, but imagine just sitting quietly and setting having suddenly you have these physical symptoms of um of fear and mm-hmm. stress. And you can sense like your heart starts to beat faster. You might start to feel a little sweaty. Um, your face gets flushed. And this is just because you're thinking negative thoughts and perceiving them as they're actually happening. And your blood pressure goes up. You start looking for the cause of symptoms but when there's no um, like rational explanation. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see something actually happening that, in front of you. It's just what you're creating in your mind. That's going to stress you out even more. Yeah, (laughs) then there's no rational explanation for the fear response. It's the thalamus causing you to have this panic panic attack because it got the information wrong. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So negative thoughts affect our brain by triggering triggering the same stress response. And chronic stress affects the body physically and can have negative effects on our our emotional and physical well-being. It's your arteries your veins mm-hmm. like it, it can break down in so many ways Every, adrenal fatigue yes. insomnia digestion digestion all of huge. it yeah. yeah so and then when these things aren't feeling good you're not feeling good and this is that what do you call it the spiral the stress loop the stress loop i just love that yeah. word so that it's is that, stress loop. that is the, that is completely it the stress loop and just to break away from that is it should be the goal of every person every day. Yeah, because not only are you in it, let's just say you're in a stress loop or the stress loop isn't as um, as intense mm-hmm. as what I've just described. However, you know, you keep thinking of something that may be on your mind that you're stressed about. It gives you that reaction. It's, it's harder to have a good day. It's harder to experience the happiness when you have this this nagging thing in the back of your head, right? That gives you this physiological response. But also stress from negative thinking creates changes in the brain that can um, possibly affect your likelihood of anxiety, depression, ADHD, um, mood disorders. It can it can keep you in this this state or potentially put you there, you know, in this state because you have a harder time um, getting out of that stress loop and so it's more of a chronic problem right and because stress isn't necessarily bad it's that Mm -hmm. chronic stress that exists all the time uh let's just go back to like something like working out or how about this um perfect example surfing bigger waves Mm -hmm. and when there's a real big set coming and you're caught on the inside you're like you're stressed out like okay, I gotta I gotta get moving real quick here. Yeah, well, that is an actual threat of real danger. Right, but I mean that. <laughs> but those little bouts because it's not going to last forever unless it, it might seem like it's lasting forever, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's not one of the things that you're going to carry with you all day, every day that you're not understanding what mm-hmm. you're carrying for you. And yeah, that's that's how that chronic stress is so sneaky. Mm-hmm. It's just because all of this, all of these, um, like you said, like this this false news that's hitting you in, in our primal state and our, you know, our primal makeup. That's that chronic saying like, we never had that back in the day. Once the, the lion or the tiger was done chasing you and you got away, hopefully <laughs> you were like, okay, that, that, that sucked. But now I, I'm out of that. Yeah. You're right. Well, and then it affects your adrenals. So your adrenals are the little glands that kind of lay over your kidneys and they are responsible for, um, 
secreting hormones that amp you up. So norepinephrine, epinephrine, uh, cortisol, all these stress hormones, that's what it's there, what it's there for. And in the short term, it's good because it, it, it amps you up. It gives you that, that, you know, that power to get out of the potentially dangerous situation that being caught on the inside while surfing Mm -hmm. the the tiger whatever it is that is an actual danger these adrenals are there to amp you up so you can get out of it however in our modern day society there's a lot of you know stressors that happen and if we continue in this stress loop then our adrenals are they're not getting the time to shut off and Mm. relax and so you experience adrenal fatigue and this can cause insomnia stress anxiety um, physical problems you know just anything in our body that's energetic mind and body it's going to start to affect us in one layer or another and not only that or multiple right and the accumulation of it yeah will start to um, reveal the severity of the the energy that you've you've kept um, mm-hmm. in you that has a negative effect on thoughts, physical state, and overall just your entire life. Mm-hmm. Because we are, like you said, we are in our default setting is to be that happy, you know, joyful being that we want to be. And then you realize that what you pay attention to is growing. So if you're paying attention to the negative, it'll be growing. Paying attention mm-hmm. to the positive, it will be growing. And it's really important to say, too, you, for me personally, being positive all the time, it's not necessarily the, the, the best way to be because you have to allow yourself to feel these different kind Definitely. of, yeah, these, di- these different landscapes of emotion. Because what it does, it gives birth to your, your next. Mm-hmm. It gives birth to your next move. Like, uh, you know, you have a lot to, to learn and be grateful for the negative situations. Now it's always, always impossible to have a negative situation and be thankful for it immediately. But Mm -hmm. if you can get to it quicker, instead of letting that, um, build, then you're absolutely going to be healthier. You're going to feel better. Um, and you're going to be in a much more, um, uh, position of control knowing that you can control how you feel about anything that happens to you or um, f- uh, about anything that anyone has has um, done in your life yeah the only thing that you can control is your actions or reactions to things so you can't you know control your entire world and what happens to you but if you can focus on you know, pausing for a moment, how am I going to react to this? Or what is my action going to be that can keep me in this peaceful state? Well said. Thank you. So we've talked about the stress, right? Everyone out there who experiences stress is going, yeah, yeah, I get it. I experience negative thoughts. I experience stress. Now what? <laughs> so a couple of things that you can do, and I'm coming back to this, um, a few articles that I read online that are really, really fascinating. Um, one of them is about a doctor named Rick Hansen, and he created a course called Taking in the Good, and it's a brain training program to use your mind to improve your happiness. And he says that our problem, the problem is that our brains are good at learning from bad experiences, but bad at learning from good experiences. Hmm, why? Well, I think it's because 
our brains are good at learning from bad experiences because they they are still focusing on this um, survival, mm-hmm. right? And and the good experiences are put to the the wayside because our survival mode of making the bad ones important though that we learn from that so this is the next step of evolution for man then absolutely so this is where you know this is primarily where it started Mm -hmm. but now we don't have all those those life-threatening dangers that are consistently like those saber-toothed tigers whatever it is back in the day that were life-threatening we don't have those moment to moment anymore so we need to rewire our brains and there's there's many ways to do that First, like Dr. Rick Hansen was talking about, replacing negative thoughts with positive ones significantly lowers anxiety, depression, and it increases greater self-control, compassion, love, contentment, joy, gratitude, self-esteem, overall happiness, self-compassion. Yeah, I'm in all those things. Those are great things. Are you into it? Yeah, I like I like I like to concentrate on that. Yeah. Right. So he was the one that talked about how you give your dog reward for good behavior and your brain is similar that the positive thoughts create that pleasure in the brain. And so once you experience that pleasure, you want more of it. So you want to continue this pattern of instead of defaulting to the negative, you're you're seeking out the positive. Right. Yeah. I like that. So That's a seemingly simple technique. It's not that, um, you know, again, it's moment to moment. However, let's bring it back to yoga because the ancient texts provide something called Pratipaksha Bhavanam. And it's it's an ancient practice of cultivating the opposite idea. So let's say you have a negative thought that comes in. And instead of just pushing it to the back of your brain because it'll continue coming up, focus on it experience it, process it, and then cultivate the opposite idea. And a practice to do that is by using gratitude. So coming all the way back full circle to gratitude. So let's say, um, let's just keep it simple and say you're in a, a yoga class and you're focused on how tight you are and how unable you are to do a certain pose and getting frustrated about something. And Pratipakshabhavanam says, to cultivate the opposite idea, focus on what you're grateful for. I'm so grateful that I have this body that can do a yoga practice. Nice. I'm so grateful that my day opened up so that I can take this yoga class. Mm-hmm. I have time for this self-care. I'm so Whatever stoked I just it got is. to wake up. Yeah, right. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Yeah, I have a great pedicure. Whatever it is mm-hmm. that you can shift and go, okay, it, it shifts you out of that cycle of, self-judgment or negative thoughts and puts you in a place of gratitude which just feels good yeah and that's the point yeah (laughs) why wouldn't why wouldn't we all want the whole the whole process of of living is to feel good and what we usually want is because we believe that that thing that we want will bring us more of that good feeling Mm -hmm. um but i just love the fact that this is like we're I know that these texts are very ancient, you know, um, but I, I love the fact that this is the next evolution. And if we can, if we can expand and open up the mind with this um, and remind each other that we mm-hmm. can do this mm-hmm. and it's actually a method, it's a scientific method, then, yeah. then I'm really pumped. Another one is meditation. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I don't think... I don't. I definitely don't think I would be the person who I am if I didn't have my my silence. 
your meditation practice. Yeah, my, yeah, my practice. Even just a few minutes a day. I know we talk about meditation a lot in this podcast, but this is a, a beautiful way to download those negative thoughts and try to let them go. Mm-hmm. And then you feel a little more clear. You feel more spacious. You don't feel overwhelmed by this, this negative thought. And therefore, the physiological response will become less and less and less because you don't give the negative thoughts that much weight. You experience it in meditation if it comes up and you let it go. You focus on the breath. You give your mind something else to focus on so that it may be counted breath or maybe there's a guided meditation. Whatever it is so that those negative thoughts aren't right there in your prefrontal cortex giving you all of this physiological response. The first time I ever remember meditation, you're going to love this. It's Peter Pan. Oh. You close your eyes and you think of happy thoughts Mm. and then you can fly. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That was the first time I ever really knew what meditation was. That's awesome. It's the thing. You're doing it, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Who's a good dog? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So... I hope some of this was helpful, even just understanding what happens when you think negative thoughts. And so next time it it does happen and you might have the elevated heart rate or, um, you know, the sweaty palms or the, just that feeling of the stress loop, you can tell yourself, okay, you know what? This is just a natural response. It doesn't have to take over my day. I can focus on something that I'm grateful for. I can take some deep breath. That's another really great technique is breath, focusing on the breath. Because if we are in our sympathetic nervous system and you, you know, your inhales are correlated to that, your exhales are correlated to your rest response, the parasympathetic. So when we are stressed, I know I find myself taking a shallow breath or holding my breath or not really exhaling as deeply as possible. So even just reminding yourself, breathe, take in a deep breath, exhale, inhale and exhale. Exhales are really important to get you out of this physiological response. So even taking in a breath and and I've heard um, a study saying that people, if they're stressed out or nervous to take an inhale breath and hold it for 10 seconds, I completely disagree. That keeps you in that stress response. So exhaling way more important. Well, I mean, I guess they're equally important as inhaling, but make sure you're doing both. Take in a deep breath, release it with a big sigh, and just notice how that may um, decrease that stress, that physical stress response. You know, it's interesting that you say that. You totally disagree with the um, holding your breath. Mm -hmm. So on the Wim Hof method that we did, the whole point was to breathe in and then let go. And then after that exhale, you hold. So That's right. right? So it's yeah. interesting that you brought that. Because into. it puts you in that rest mm-hmm. response so you can hold your breath for a longer period of time because you're not. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you let go of all the air out That's of your lungs right. and then you hold. Mm-hmm. So really interesting little side note there on that. Yeah. So we like to hear from you all. Um, yeah, if you got what some techniques? Tricks. Yeah, because yeah. you know we're we're all just figuring this shit out <laughs> <laughs> and sharing what may work for us. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But the wisdom again is in the awareness and taking it moment to moment. So if you do have a comment, um, email us love at rebelamuse.com, um, or you can we can share it, um, or you can ask us to keep it private. 
We can also comment on our Instagram at Rebel and Muse. And, um, and if you like our podcast, please give us a rating, a good rating. Yeah. <laughs> Go to uh, iTunes and, you know, do, do, what you, do what you feel like doing, which basically is my Jedi mind trick. <laughs> give us all the stars. Who's a good dog? <laughs> give us all. You're doing it, Peter. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's really good to be back online. Yes. Well, we're almost back online. Yeah. You're, you're Internet comes there. today. Yes. Um, but uh, thank you again. Oh, by the way, um, I'm still on a high from our retreat. And I want to say uh, hello to all the retreaters again, because I really do miss them. That I was, know. We miss you guys. Yeah, that was a really, <laughs> that was a really you know, incredible time and uh, an incredible uh, a weekend. So uh, with, with that, uh, we will talk to you later. Peace. Allah. Well, okay, actually one more thing. So <laughs> so we are so excited to get podcasting again um, that we couldn't wait. And like we said, we just moved in. So the studio is not complete, meaning we don't have the soundproofing up and we haven't really figured out how to podcast in a city yet. So um, if it sounds a little different, just know that Kaleo's working on it. And, oh my gosh, we have to deal with motorcyclers pretty much doing laps around our building. So here's a little outcast is outcast? that is it's, that what it's called? It's, it's an outtake. Outtake. Outcast is a great band, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's an outtake from this podcast this morning. Enjoy. I just like going back and forth, back and forth. Fuck you, podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> God, I want to keep that. <laughs> <laughs>